Hi everyone, I am Amit. I welcome you all to the From the Scratch podcast episode. So yeah, today is going to be so crazy, insightful, informative, educational episode. Hi guys, I am Amit. I welcome you all to this From the Scratch podcast episode. I know that and even you guys 100% agree on this that in this lockdown period, uh, food was the one thing which we have explored a lot like this 5-6 months and especially ladies. And they learned many new recipes also like created Instagram accounts and few started taking orders too. So this has become a hobby and for a few a business. So today we are going to discuss every nook about what exactly the cloud kitchen, how to start a cloud kitchen business, the opportunity and the growth of this food industry. So today with us, we have a guest from the food industry. He's a trainer and a coach trained 1500 plus across eight states and number one author on the hospitality industry. So with not wasting much time, introducing to the man himself, Manve Singh Anand. Hi Manve. Thank you. Thank you so much, Amit. You know, I really appreciate that. And like I said, uh, it's a very interesting initiative you've picked up and congratulations to you for that. Uh, of letting people know at least about the industry because you know it's a very lucrative industry at this time. Exactly. So, like I said, thanks for having me. And over to you. Any questions you have, please bring yes. it on. Yeah. yeah, please don't few questions because even I am something. You you know something very well. But like just before this, hope so you are safe and well with this all this COVID scene happening. And yeah. So while I am well, the world is not well, and <laughs> the industry. Like I said, while it's picking up, but it's not at the pace where which you, which we used to do in an actual conventional business. But like I said, it's really created a, new, a lot of new opportunities, and that's the beauty of the of the times currently. But you know, like like they say that you know whatever you know when the when the times are tough, the tough gets going, and that's exactly what is uh, the beauty of current times, and that's that's how we are leveraging it to the fullest right now with whatever we can do. Yeah. So all all well. Hope all is well with you and the listeners. You know here. So safe, yeah, safe. yeah. Ah, that's what I can everyone, say. Yeah, hoping for everyone are safe and good. So Manwe, like yeah. the statement which I've given, like what's your opinion regarding the exploration of food and the food entrepreneurs during this lockdown period? You know, I mean, it's 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 a very interesting observation I have seen. You know, post the pandemic, that you know there there have been that absolute shift in the trends which we used to see earlier so earlier while there were there were trends of cloud kitchens there was you know every industry in itself was growing within the way i call it as the niche broadly so there's a catering niche there is a restaurant niche there's a cloud kitchen niche there is a qsr which is a quick service restaurant niche but like i said all the trends have taken a back back seat and it's only the cloud kitchen and the catering space which is really seeing the kind of surge uh, which nobody had anticipated. And, and like I say, it is largely attributed to the rise of the home chef and home baker concept, which was there since ages, but now is when they've actually got the kind of leverage they were anticipating. So like I said, uh, these are, well, have been very unprecedented times, but they've given a chance of the way I call, uh, you know, I mean, uh, your solopreneurship and, and solopreneurship has really, really become a, not a fad, but an actual truth for a lot of people where in which people are being able to build a job for themselves rather than trying to look out for jobs. Because like I said, this rampant, un, rampant unemployment. And I think food is one of the industries 
which is the most capitalized business which anyone is able to start. So, like I said, the sky is the limit. But with respect to the niche in the food business, it's the first time that the that the entire odds are shifted towards only two niche rather than you know the the scope being in other other niche uh, niche also. Like you know, which I was telling you about restaurant, dining space, and QSR space. So, like I said, these are beautiful times to be at least in the catering and the cloud kitchen space. Okay. So, one thing from your statement, you told the word as capital light. Yeah. Can you yeah. can can you elaborate that? So you know, when I say capital light, every business needs certain amount of investment to start that particular business, right? Now, if you if you think about the conventional thought, you know, there there are three concepts which everyone tells you. uh which you which you would have heard a lot of old you know uh, i would say relatively old people you know mentioning about roti kapda and makan these are the three most um, conventional businesses of sorts which have given employment to thousands of people across the you know across the world and not thousands i would say millions of people across the world in fact billions to be precise and while i talk about you know i mean like uh, you know kapda and makan which is real estate and and the garment industry it is still a relatively high capital intensive business because you need to you know you need to actually invest massively into uh, infrastructure you need to invest in stocks and so on and so forth now when we talk about the food industry the beauty is what that in today's time the capital requirement for or the investment requirement for a business has really come down due to the beauty of catering and cloud kitchens because of which what has happened is that you can start your business in as less than 50000 rupees going up to you know whatever the sky is the limit but it is given that the the democratic right to a lot of people to start their business from the comfort of their homes there is no other business opportunity right now which i can see which is being where which a person can start with such a such a minimal investment and actually build a fortune around that so that's why i said it's a very capital light asset light wherein which you don't need to really invest into assets a uh, kind of a business which anyone can start so so that's why like i said uh it's 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 an unprecedented time but like i said the opportunity which it brings is huge for a lot of people yeah beautiful that is it is tempting <laughs> and yeah <laughs> the like giving yeah. giving the awareness to the audience to the viewers like about the cloud kitchen like before yeah. this also there was a term called as cloud storage so people did not know what cloud storage they thought like aasman mein kahan to bhi storage ho raha hai so like says term come with the food came the cloud kitchen so could you yeah. please brief the audience about what exactly is cloud kitchen you know so cloud kitchen while i have my own definition for it i always call the cloud kitchen to be a data and brand business but uh, like i said i leave it for people you know who basically reach out to me and and you know we discuss that with them in detail but typically in theory it is it is a you know it is a restaurant without a dine in space wherein which you get orders online pretty much it's an internet first restaurant okay that is what i say in theory wherein which you don't need to invest into a dining dining space and you basically get get orders online and you are supposed to deliver them through either an aggregator or or in house rider strength so that is what it is but the problem is that a lot of people end up thinking that this is just a food delivery business home food home delivery business and that is where i tell them that the business model is so advanced because of players like rebel foods which is the owner of pasos and behros biryani and so on and so forth or we talk about a boxed or a fresh menu 
the concept has evolved so much that now it is shifted from a food business to a data and brand business because one thing is for sure that food if you are getting into the food business you have to deliver good food irrespective but where do you evolve is the data and brand side and like i said we will discuss more in the podcast about that but but hope you understood that you know it's 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 a it's a very i would say very uh, convenient form of of starting your own restaurant business per se at the current times if you understood what i tried to say got well, totally understood totally understand like i'm very much interested yeah. in the food industry like even i have few plans yeah. of opening something of my own and like oh, yeah. if not me if not me uh, i i thought of taking few franchise so like yeah. like yeah. in a brief way for example through points like point mm-hmm. by point or step by step like how can mm-hmm. someone start their cloud kitchen like any certification required like chefs any layman i will tell you yeah you know so one thing i'll just quickly tell you uh you know somewhere or the other the beauty of the food industry is what no matter what industry you might be a part of someone somewhere deep down has that inkling of starting a food business at some point in time in his life you know and like i said uh you know you know different i am no different i always fall in love with food businesses you know i you know my my investors and my partners always have this other issue with me that somewhere or the other even though my strength has been b2b sales but i always have a lot of passion for retail businesses and and like i said you know while you while you told me that you also want to start up i'm like you know i mean everywhere i meet someone everyone wants to start a food business coming specifically to your point how do you start a cloud kitchen business now there's a entire step by step process for how you start a cloud kitchen and like i said we do a detailed session when when we do our webinars and so on and so forth but i'll tell you try to tell you in in a brief steps around yeah. the six seven major steps you know what you need to take first and foremost aspect is to understand that this is not a home delivery business it is about winning the mind the first thing is about winning the mind and understanding that you will not make money through retail profits you know this is a very revolutionary concept where in which if you start counting that you know i'll send 100 portions of dal makhani and i will make i will make x amount of money and i'll become a rich guy overnight that's not how this business works this is more or less a brand business where in which you have to build and think build and think like a brand because eventually you are living in the cloud right the concept of cloud kitchen comes in from the fact that nobody knows where you are located you know people have to see your brand and only then they get attracted towards that so first thing when you are starting a cloud kitchen business is to understand that you are building a brand and not a simple home delivery business uh, you know which just just delivers food okay so brand also would would be directly uh, you know coinciding with the thought of adding a level of experience to it tabhi us business mein koi fayda hai nahi to koi fayda hi nahi hai dusra point aata hai which is to understand which is the second point which i keep telling a lot of people that that is to figure out your niche you know this is this is something which is really come up post the pandemic specifically because now is when if you see if you see the portfolio of rebel foods also you will not find a you know doing everything for everyone kind of a brand you know you won't find generic brands you won't find a brand who does you know indian also chinese also uh, you know continental also wo jo hota tha na pehle pehle time mein dhaba type of concept sab kuch dal diya ek saal you know now is the time of not only figuring out your niche which is with respect to cloud kitchen it is also about getting specific that if you want to do indian food 
what is the kind of indian food you want to do do you want to do uh, you know north indian south indian you want to do western indian maharashtra and you want to do uh, bengali food build your micro niche you know nowadays you can build a brand around tikkas kebabs biryani uh, you know i mean maharashtrian food itself you know you can build a brand around litti chokha itself you know something which is which is looking like far far fetched recipes and you just build a brand around that and build monopoly in that now is not the time of, of of giving everything to everyone so the second point like i always tell people is to build your specific niche with respect to what you really want to do and build your brand around that you should not have around what you know 10 cuisines in your menu because the customer gets confused and the customer when he is ordering from you online he needs to remember one thing that he is ordering from you because of that one particular signature cuisine which you specialize in next comes in is is about understanding the third most important aspect about your location what location you really want to set up the beauty of the cloud kitchen industry nowadays is that you don't really need to invest uh, into multiple lakhs and crores you know to actually find a good re- you know retail location something i keep telling people uh, which which is often said in the restaurant industry that location 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 one of the one of the most important things in the restaurant industry that's absolutely not the case you know when when we talk about about the cloud kitchen industry you just have to be in the 5 km radius of your customer and you're good to go so the third third most important critical aspect is to understand ki aapki niche ke according where do you find a good connect you know where do you find a good catchment area so location becomes the third and most i mean i wouldn't say most important aspect but it's a critical factor because you have to really optimize on the cost bit something you know which we which we delve deep down into into our uh, personal sessions then comes the fourth aspect which is a which is to do with licenses now the beauty of the licenses is that you know the hard part about india is that the more you get compliant the more you get entangled yourself you know so you have to just 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 focus on the basics that whatever four or five major compliances which you need one of one of the most important aspects is to get a food license you know food registration done which is under fssai which is food safety security uh, food safety uh, standards authority of india just a basic registration under that and you can probably list across all platforms so like i said the fourth point is getting your licenses in place then comes the fifth part which is to do with your staffing Uh, uh, staffing your your staffing protocols how many people you really need to hire i always keep telling my my team members internally and my community members you know who are basically part of my community i tell them that there are four things you need to understand whom to hire whom to partner with whom to probably outsource and whom to idly keep as your vendor you understand now this is a very powerful line i'm trying to tell you that sometimes you don't need to do everything yourself you really need to harness the power of other people and try to come up with a profitable menu rather than you know trying to really have a lot of staff on to you because then the economics of a cloud kitchen does not really work out and then comes the sixth and the most important aspect which is about marketing your brand no matter what you do how so ever good you know menu and uh, you know the, the resources you put in if you don't have a brand story and if i can't relate with your brand the first point i told you is to think like a brand seventh point is to market that brand and that brand needs to exude certain amount of integrity quality and certain level of i would say experience i always tell a lot of people is that food in actuality is an experiential business ek experience ka business hai ye this is not typically uh, you know just a commodity 
dal chawal kha liya you know kadi chawal kha liya that's just that, you know if, if you try to get into that that kind of a market you know it's not the right business for you why i tell you is because you will not be able to make money point is to charge 500 rupees for an item which costs around 50 rupees only now how do you do that is a question you need to answer yourself you know what i mean that is a skill of an entrepreneur right but okay. how do you charge you know i mean 5x 6x multiple for something which costs only 50 60 rupees and that is what i tell a lot of people which that we really need to assess this aspect and lastly most important is to understand something which i which i often say something called a value creation funnel ki customer ko kaise aap leke aate hain apne system mein nowadays you know the market has changed uh, you know amit specifically i tell you because ab wo time gaya jab you know people would would be ordering from you because you know you were the oldest restaurant in the vicinity nowadays people order from you because they get a community vibe out of you right ki community banaiye tribe jise kehte hain digital mein kehta digital tribe banana you know and if you see a biryani by kilo you see a a rebel for that matter they do a fantastic job in terms of building a community around your food that while they are the, the premises the food but they do a lot of conversation around the food so like valuation funnel hota hai jahan se आप एक कस्टमर को लेके आते हैं अपने अपने सिस्टम के अंदर एंड थ्रू दैट सिस्टम यू बेसिकली ट्राई टू एंगेज बिल्ड रिलेशनशिप विद हिम एंड ट्राई टू क्रिएट मोर ब्रांड्स मोर क्विजींस एंड ट्राई टू यू नो यूज दैट एंटायर सर्कल टू गेट मोर सेल्स अपॉर्चुनिटीज यू अंडरस्टैंड लाइक आई सेड it's more like a it's, it's more like a value creation funnel which i always say that if you are able to do that you will be able to build a more profitable company so like i said this is a step by step process agar ye sath point kisi ne ko bhi samajh mein aa gaye theek se i am telling you that i have seen this across my portfolios that they genuinely start making some serious money because like i said a lot of people fail in this business because they always think that just by listing yourself on a swiggy zomato orders will start coming in and you will start making money that seldom never happens and us case mein hota kya hai that they eventually end up not only losing money they they start condemning the industry which is the worst thing food industry has made 8% of the billionaires in the in the entire world so like i said it's a it's a it's a genuine opportunity and a genuine leverage point for a lot of people i think my i owe my i started my career with a maman consulting firm but the beauty is that the food business gives employment to people from all all backgrounds not even discriminating on the fact that whether you are a chef or whether you whether you been a hotel management graduate so like i said if you follow these seven processes seven steps you know you'll be absolutely a success in this particular industry i can assure you on that particular point so hope that was a long answer but my intent was to give you absolute clarity on the same yeah that was really great crisp to the point and very insightful and yeah there was very you are you really made it to the point and it was direct mm. it was mm. really value providing people one more thing guys if you are listening uh, manvesh sir have a special course so okay i am not staying to leave be till the end know about thing, know about the brief like know about the journey what's what actually the cloud fusion everything is but sir is providing a detailed course about where you can start actually it's a five day workshop sir right while well, yes you know it's a cloud fusion challenge yeah yeah cloud fusion challenge it's a five day uh, you know i mean more like a challenge you know is what we call because what we think they can they can be at a level at a certain point they can be after absolutely absolutely we basically so if you mention about that uh, while i didn't know that we'll be discussing about that but i'll just tell you quickly what we do in the cloud kitchen challenge is that we share a we share a step by step process 
for how someone can start a cloud kitchen business in less than 30 days. So it's a five day implementation driven challenge. Jape on a daily basis, you, you get you get a certain content on a particular topic. And then we give you a challenge along with that, a task to be done on a daily basis, just so that you start implementing things. And on a, on a daily basis, we have a question and answer session where in which you can ask your questions uh, you know, to the team and we'll be more than happy to answer you. But in those five days, you understand in a crisp way that how you can start your cloud kitchen business in less than 30 days. So that's what we do typically. Totally agree. Totally agree. Like because yeah. of the experience only people will be like, it will be, it will be learned because experience practical Absolutely. will be like learned instead of only being theory, theory, theory. That's good. Agreed. Agreed. Absolutely. Absolutely. So Absolutely. like what's the opportunity and the growth in this industry? Like, for example, I, I'll tell you one thing is like, uh, we will hotel restaurants maybe we'll go then sit matlab, mm-hmm. bed, se khate the, mm-hmm. with the parents and family, friends, whatever. And then it changed to like, pe bulate, like, home delivery and then food truck, like how it's going to be the next five, 10 years. You know, this is not me who's saying this, but this is what HT Mint says. HT Mint uh, says that the cloud kitchen industry is supposed to grow five times in the next five years. Now come to think of it, five times is basically 500% growth, which is hundred percent year on year growth. Now my point of telling you this is that this is the only industry, including a pharmaceutical and a PPE, which is personal protective equipment industry, which is growing at that particular pace. There is no other industry growing at that particular pace right now. It is also pegged to be a $1 billion market by the end of 2021, which is less than a year. Now, $1 billion is actually seven and a half thousand crores. Yeah. Now, imagine the kind of market size I'm trying to tell you. Now, while I say that, I also want to bring in a caution that all that glitters is not gold. I want to just, I want to just give, you know, give you a practicality that the market is huge. The potential is there. Everything is there. That's why we are, we are having this, 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 this discussion right now. But the point is it needs some fundamental basis of running and starting this business. Otherwise there's no point, like I said, right. But it is, like I said, it's the fastest growing industry in current times. And there's an opportunity for everyone, every, everyone and everyone, uh, you know, if he actually uh, follows the right steps of starting this particular business, that's what I can say. Yeah. So like Manvi, do you even teach or train uh, to open multiple stores like franchisee? You know, so I'll tell you franchisee is just one of the models, you know, of, of growth. I always share that. That uh, so to answer your first question about teaching and coaching, like I said, I do it out of passion, and it's not a it's not my bread and butter. My bread and butter is more come from my hospitality ventures and my investing activity. But uh, we just recently post the pandemic, post the book, you know, which we had launched. Uh, we really found that you know a lot of start, a lot of these entrepreneurs needed our support, and that's when we we thought of giving back to the community, and that's that's where yes, we are helping a lot of cloud kitchen owners really build value. So we, we work in two capacities. One is in, in capacity of trying to basically impart them with, like I shared the cloud kitchen challenge with you. There's something called the cloud kitchen mastery program, which we have. We're also coming up with a different course on, on the, on the catering industry, how someone can start a home catering business. So like I said, we have a lot of these edu tech, edu tech initiatives, you know, which we are coming up with. And the second aspect is basically that we have, we, we are, we already have a fund 
which is a uh, you know which is which is a consortium of people who have come together and who are investing into cloud kitchen startups now what we are doing is we just made made two, two new investments recently but the idea is what that these are the two forms you know we are able to understand one is about imparting information information and knowledge and the second is investing into these startups third like you mentioned which you are mentioning about is basically doing consulting now consulting can be basically in terms of what you said helping people multiply you know uh, multiply the kind of outlets you know they have you know probably get into franchising like i said we are refraining from doing consulting right now because that that needs a different kind of a mindset overall but coaching is what we really focusing on and in our sessions what we try and tell them is that you don't need a consultant to actually scale up your business what you need is you need is the right guidance and that is what we what we offer because sometimes consulting can be a double edged sword for a lot of entrepreneurs because consulting typically as a nature of its of the type it is it becomes expensive for a lot of people so we help a lot of people and like i said franchising is one of the routes sometimes it is to do with venture capital where in which you know they can sell their equity third can be getting in brand brand collaborations and fourth like i always say is to create a lot of equity in the business which is basically doing great sales build a lot of customers around that and sell it on a, on a on a as is basis so, so like i said franchising is one besides that we tell them the three other ways in which they can start making money through their particular cloud kitchen so to answer your question simply we do yes we do all of that but that's just one part of a franchising there are other three ways also wherein which we try and coach them on yeah got got like uh, you are from delhi right so yeah yeah absolutely and i am from hyderabad so have you ever visited hyderabad absolutely i have i've done a lot of events out of hyderabad i think gmr arena is was one of the location kachi bauli stadium yeah. i am very well versed i just love the city of hyderabad i think the entire area of cyberabad the moment you reach there there is a different <laughs> feel to it you know and and like i said it's it's that it's that uh, i would say ultra modern city which anyone would actually you know actually wouldn't think of in a you know in a place like india relatively but like i said it's a beautiful place I love the place near that Charminar area and so on and so forth. I mean, like I like I said, we do a lot of events out of Hyderabad. Uh, we also made a small office, but now because of the lack of volume, we try to shut it shut it down. But uh, I love the place of Hyderabad. So cheers. <laughs> Whenever you visit next time, so let me know. Yeah, I would glad. Absolutely, we'll look forward. We'll look forward. You know, I mean, uh, you know, I mean, like I said, Hyderabad has a very very special place for us, and more than happy to probably. Please connect and you know take it forward. Yeah, yeah. Tell me, please. Moving like uh, Manvir, as you discussed, like uh, in prayer or about uh, the niche, micro niche, and something. So yeah. Yeah. as what I what I got is like niche, means something very particular, micro niche or category, and Absolutely. go and go in depth there. Like for example, if you have only samosa, so it's different samosa. Dosa, it's only different dosa. Absolutely. So like, Absolutely. 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 Can, can I think. Like, can you? Uh, brief way i know you have some detail about this niche in your course but can you give a how can a someone find yeah. it because like wo sochenge ki mere dosha mein bhi acha hu yahan pe dosha bhi bikta hai yahan pe chole bature bhi acche hai like how biryani bhi bikti hai i think hyderabad i meet everyone everyone wants to say i want to, i want to start biryani you know everyone i meet any person in, in hyderabad and he tells me that i want to open a biryani you know biryani uh, cloud kitchen yeah. now like like you rightly mentioned that is one of the biggest concern for a lot of lot of young entrepreneurs is to really figure out what is their niche and to that i tell them is to is to assess this is two three things 
okay first and foremost is understanding the target market which they have you know because like i said everyone knows whom they can sell to you know i like for example as a company which i my parent company night gourmet uh, we we understood from day one as part of a catering unit that we it was very difficult for us to sell to a wedding client so we what we did was we tried to focus on the corporate and the live events market you understand likewise in the in the in the uh, cloud kitchen space you have to understand that who's your target market it's the corporate guys it is the residential guys and if you have between these two you know if you if you get a chance what is the kind of actual target market which you're trying to fix based on the income scale now why i say based on the income scale is because your actual pricing will be defined by that now nobody will spend 500 rupees for a dosa you don't understand that but people might spend 400 rupees for a biryani you understand so likewise depending first on your target market and his paying capacity you first focus on that that what is the kind of customer you think personally that you can target and you will have a network of that depending on your existing skill set because sometimes when you are starting out you also need to assess that what if my swiggy and zomato and this aggregator strategy does not work out what else can i do to actually stay afloat in the business you understand yeah. second part is to actually understand that what is the gap in the market now i because you are from hyderabad i'll take the example of a place place like cyberabad which is right next to the cyber uh, cyber city area now you will find multiple cuisines there you know you have multiple cuisines there yeah. now the challenge for a lot of people would be that i have people from every cuisine here but if you see all of the cuisines which are right next to the right next to the uh, uh, the cyber city are all very very budget friendly are very cost conscious so that basically means that there is a potential of opening an aspirational brand there you know aspirational brands mein matlab kya hai dekho teen type ki pricing hoti hai one is the budget pricing which is which is what i was trying to tell you which is somewhere around 250 300 rupees apc which is like average ticket size per customer you know which you are looking at you understand and aspirational is something where which you are targeting 5 to 600 rupees 700 rupees per customer and uh, ticket size and the premium is one where in which you are looking at 1000 1200 rupees so there will be a big audience and i would say a specific niche of audience which you can target on in the aspirational category who don't mind spending slightly more if they get a better quality and a better packaging experience you understand so yeah. second is to understand where do you see is the gap in the market likewise had you been in a place like jubilee hills you know you would not really want to you know i mean because you know jubilee hills is is, is full of all these the, yeah. all you know all these uh, i would say very very high end restaurants yeah. so probably you know having a budget segment there for people you know living around can be a good option so i always say that have a contrarian view towards the market and that's why you know we have a detailed module i can't like i said it will be too detailed for us to do it i don't mind sharing it but it will be too detailed and the third and the most important is to understand what is the kind of menu or the kind of cuisine you think so i told you the first one was to evaluate the the you know the kind of market you're targeting okay the target market second i told you is to understand the gap in the market and third is the staff availability you know staff availability is something very critical initially because a lot of entrepreneurs you know who are starting out who don't have any fnb knowledge 
they really need to you know they can't have an amritsari chole kulche when they don't have a staff availability of you know of that in their particular vicinity so sometimes it's very important for you to either work with a consultant in that case or with with i would say you know within a market wherein which you think that you'll be easily able to get hold of a staff if if he or she in case you know you know if he or she moves out because of any reason you know for that matter so if you look into these three categories once you have clarity on these three elements you can easily start building your niche accordingly so like you mentioned about samosas why i told you about there was a very good example you you said so there's a brand called samosa party which we just which we just raised some funding uh, in bangalore and what they're doing is they're doing 60 kinds of samosas that's very easy for people in hyderabad also to to you know, probably find a samosa uh, a samosa chef because that's the most most conventional uh, recipe but just play around with the fillings you understand likewise if you if you just build a brand around paranthas okay now that's just easy but for example if you try to build a brand around sushi or in or you know probably a pan asian brand and you want to build a slightly high end brand you know for that matter then you have to plan for it that uski staff ki availability kya rahegi and mere paas kya capability hai because sometimes you know your location also depends if you are sitting in a, in hyderabad and if you are sitting in that location wherein which you can easily attract chefs then starting that kind of a brand is easier because something which a lot of people don't tell you is 60% of the restaurants typically shut down because of staffing issues because staffing is is becomes a major concern for a lot of people so if you look at these three categories you'll be easily able to figure out your particular niche so that should not be a concern irrespective okay got got nice uh, actually there are few questions left in that there is one uh, question about staffing also but uh, before yeah. that this is one thing is like what are the important things to be known in this food industry like some unknown things if you don't know if someone is who is entering not so, a layman someone who is in absolutely the first thing the number one thing i tell before anyone who starts this particular business is and it's it's basically I, you know i would not say the first thing you should know but i would say the first thing anyone should break his his or her myth about is the first myth is that you have to be a chef or a hotel management graduate to start a food business that's the number one myth i see a lot of food want to be food entrepreneurs not starting up because of this particular misconception they have guys you don't have to be a chef or a hotel management graduate to do this business what you need is is i would say hardcore business skills and second common sense but the problem with common sense is the common sense is not common you know and that is where a lot of a lot of entrepreneurs go for a toss eventually you know understand that when you're an entrepreneur you are basically a you know basically you you are that force who's managing people rather than doing the work yourself and that is why i say that the culinary skills the chef will bring in the management skills the manager will bring in your job has to be to manage and and hold that team together that is what your skill set has to be about now coming so like i said the first myth is about that second myth is that you need a lot of money to start this particular business guys the good aspect about the cloud kitchen industry and the, i would say the homes home chef search like i said is it's a relatively capital light capital non intensive business so you can start your business with minimal capital also but like i said you need to start with the right reasons 
you you know this is which i would say is the point number 3 a lot of people think food business is a vanity business vanity business matlab kya ho gaya ki it's a show off business right and everyone wants to say that i run a food business you know it's such a sexy thing to do and of course cool. not yeah it's a it's a cool business guys it is not a cool business it is a cool business when you start making money when your fundamentals are set and when you are seriously adding value to your customers it is a sexy business then but before that it's not a sexy business guys so anyone who thinks that you know because i i see a lot of people entering my community telling me that manveer i am looking at hiring the best manager the best chef and i want everything to work on autopilot guys there's nothing called autopilot in the first 6 months of your business okay i still have to go to my sites i still have to manage a lot of stuff but like i said the teams take care of things at the ground level but you have to be personally involved this is not a passive income business it's an active income business you have to be actively involved into this business so this so third myth is that please don't consider this to be a, a vanity business you are show off ka business nahi hai ye hard work ka business hai and if your hard work is genuinely there you will start making some good money which will show you returns fourth and most important like i always keep telling people that when you are starting a food business always focus on understanding that every business if you are doing a food business it does not have to be a b2c it does not have to be a b2b it has to be a mix of both nowadays businesses which are in the hybrid mode hybrid mode kya hota hai ki thoda sa b2b aur b2c you have to manage your business in a manner because a lot of people think like i said the first thing i told you was that a lot of people think that by listing on swiggy and zomato you will start making money and you will become that rich guy which you always wanted to be you know i i was often i keep listening to these random webinars which keep coming in front of me of a lot of cloud kitchen guys telling me ki start making lakhs by investing into uh, into cloud kitchen and i'll tell them was this absolute bullshit because you will not make money if you're trying to only focus on on swiggy and zomato which is your b2c customer you always need to have a b2b element which is to do with bulk orders with respect to catering as part of your orders to monetize and hedge your business completely because like i'll give you an example the best example is someone like me one of the reasons why why we invest into retail businesses retail businesses is because we understand that catering is a seasonal business but it's a very high profitable business but during the lean seasons we need something or the other to keep running just so that our staff and our team remains with us so these are the four elements i always tell people that these four elements if you keep in your mind you'll have much more strength over your particular business you'll be much more agile and you'll be much more focused and like i said just break these myths uh, which are surrounding you about the food business it can be a very lucrative business but start for the right right reasons that's what i can say got it okay. i guess one must pause this and it it takes a good time to consume this so good content <laughs> it's really good so no, you you want me to summarize that i can summarize it for you no. but, but like i said these are these are these are very very important points uh, because i definitely feel that that you know one of the most important things which a lot of my mentors also told me was to figure out the why before getting into the what and how because if you don't figure out the why somewhere or the other you lose track mm-hmm. and that is why in my community also have a formula uh, i have a i have a process of something called a goal card which is absolutely mandatory that everyone needs to know where they are going 
you know if you if you don't know where you're going you would somewhere or the other get lost and that's what i don't want for for, for people yeah so yeah. that's it actually uh, i have one or two personal questions which i'll ask uh, at the end yeah. of <laughs> and no uh, problem please please the second second last question is about this chef uh, like chef yeah. plays very important role in this industry like yeah. that comes difficulties like they may leave and go and sometimes we need to listen to their demand also like this is this happened right absolutely this happens i am a chef myself i've i've trained uh, as a chef to know that uh, that yes it's a tough job being a chef it's it's a very i mean when you're a chef you hold a lot of responsibility and it's a very noble profession mm-hmm. i absolutely have utmost respect for my community but like i said you know the the times as a businessman or as an entrepreneur what you need to really realize is that when you are starting your food business your dependence on the chef has to be reduced to a level of minuscule okay because if you don't do that you are up for trouble that is why this concept of something called a chefless kitchen has come into being okay now what is a chefless cuisine a lot of people tell me give me jargon we'll get robotics we'll do this we'll do that guys cut the crap okay let's focus on what we can do as normal sane individuals like you and me insano jo insaan kar sakte hain aur robots jab aayenge to aayenge jab the robots nahi aate to the process is only one let's start documenting your recipes start building usps and intellectual property around your food your chef will be as good as the recipes you make i always keep saying that to everyone i meet that food is nothing but it is the ingredients the quality of the ingredients and the method of cooking okay agar in dono ko match kar diya saath mein to aap you tell me that probably you know i have had this amazing dal bukhara at a bukhara restaurant i think nobody can make as good dal makhani as them i absolutely will disagree why because i, I know that he is also following a recipe i have my friends in dubai you know who who follow even the the salt they put by the grammage they have a wing wing scale right next to them whenever they they cooking right so my point is food is to a large extent a science and the art is in the plating i always say that art is in the plating but it was zaruri nahi har case mein theek hai but like i said the more you document the more you reduce your your reliance on the chef and you build a chefless model that is what i call as a true uh, truly independent and a robust cloud kitchen or an fnb business and like you said chefs are absolutely critical they are the minds behind it but you as a smart entrepreneur needs to understand that you have to save your restaurant from any sort of uh, you know i mean i would say uh, you know any 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 sort of exit which happens in the process of your business and you don't want to shut shop because if your chef goes and if he had everything in his mind i am telling you your lakhs of money will go to docks in no time so this is the this is a very critical aspect i recommend every uh, food entrepreneur to know about Yeah. Totally, hundred percent agreed. And this this is why, like wherever in India we travel to any KFC or McDonald's, it's the same taste. Absolutely, you know. I mean, you know what they say is like I said, it is about building an intellectual property. What is intellectual property? 
कि the challenge is not making fried chicken. The challenge is making a fried chicken consistently hundreds of times, doing it in scale across hundreds of locations. That is what the challenge is. You know, if you see, a McDonald's is not making money on the basis of the kind of burger they sell. Of course, we know that they don't sell the best burgers, but yes, for the price they serve the best burgers, and that is why because they have built a process around that, and that is what works for them. So, like I said. that's the it's all in the process you know overall it's consistency it's about building recipes and it's about scaling it up once you have the recipe in place that is what is a chefless model chefless model is not working without chefs it's about working without the discretion of the of the chef you understand no. you still need some sort of chefs or individual helpers to do the work but at all times if your recipes are documented you you run a you, you run a chefless kitchen to a large extent no. okay you know what manveer ji it's like मेरे को और सुनना मतलब सुनते रहना है मुझे पॉइंट from the starting and you have like given very very good two points actually if any viewers you must actually watch again to actually mm-hmm. consume this content rightly okay if you are very serious about your business and seriously if you are very serious about your business then you must surely go and check out his friday workshop and you will surely see the changes and there is a person in front of you who is he is taking a guarantee so guys that's it from my side see you in the another one until then take care keep smiling bye bye from amit nora and from manveer it means a lot thank you so much for staying till the end i really appreciate if you can come back again for the next amazing and informative episode of from the scratch podcast